Hello everyone, welcome to Sec Tools podcast by Infosec Campus. I'm your host of the show Sanup Thomas. If you're into web application security, you might have heard about the scanner called Vapity. Um it's been around for a while and we have the author of Vapity with us, Nicholas. Welcome to the show Nicholas. Thank you for inviting me today. <laughs> awesome. It's great to have you here. Uh, and it's always great to uh, talk to authors who have written the tool and know about the journey um what the idea behind it and how you wrote it before we get into vapity projects i want to know about you and how you started your infosec journey um maybe taking you to a bit nostalgic memories um how was your journey into infosec okay so um i started uh, in uh, infosec uh, as a hobby uh, around uh, 2000 uh, 2001 uh, at that time uh, at that time in France uh, there were some um, hacking scene uh, that were mostly focused on uh, cracking uh, software protection so that was uh, how I started uh, by uh, reversing uh, shareware uh, making them uh, change uh, so they have uh, the full options uh, that was uh, fun to to learn assembly on on the, that kind of stuff but stuff but uh, then um, at the same time uh, there were some uh, uh, vulnerabilities in the web application uh, it was uh, the beginning of uh, php uh, so um, there was a lot of vulnerability vulnerabilities uh, there were some uh, perl uh, cgis to exploit so it was a uh, fun and easy to uh, break uh, into uh, web servers um on the later in uh, 2006 uh, i wanted to um, learn python so uh, i started a small project to uh, create uh, a crawler and uh, it evolved uh, to a first uh, a basic vulnerability scanner for uh, file inclusion and uh, xss and uh, now it's a uh, a big uh, vulnerability scanner for all kind of uh, vulnerabilities interesting so you learn the language by writing use cases or writing like test cases to be precise uh, which is a good approach uh, because often people mistake that i will learn the whole damn language and syntax and semantics on it and then i will apply um uh, but before before you get into python do you did you had previous experience in programming language in general Yes, yes, of course. Uh, I, uh, my studies were uh, focused toward the programming and the networking. And so I didn't learn Python, but uh, I did some uh, Java, uh, PHP, uh, or C also. But again, the Python was a uh, um, new language for you, but how easy or difficult was you uh, for you to pick it up, uh, the language? Um, often we get these questions like how... Um, should i learn python should i learn go should i learn rust this is uh, this is the usual question that we get from people um what what why what made you to choose python language at that time at that time uh, there was a uh, python on the ruby that was uh, getting more popular um but uh, i think uh, python was more uh, documented mm-hmm. um learning python wasn't that hard but uh, at first i, I didn't really uh, love the syntax uh, because uh, i was uh, used to the c programming 
So uh, I was expecting some uh, brackets and uh, that kind of uh, thing. <laughs> but uh, I'm used to Python now and uh, uh, I love it. Um, uh, now I'm uh, using uh, Golang uh, a little bit. Uh, I still, I'm still not really used to uh, the syntax, uh, the syntax is there. Uh -huh. But uh, it's, a, it's a good language. Uh, if I had to choose one uh, because I love the syntax, I would certainly go for uh, Rust, but uh, it's a harder language to learn. Right, right. Uh, today, if you want to write Vapity, which language do you choose? Mm, I think Python is, is a, is a good, uh, the good language because uh, you can get things uh, fast mm -hmm. and uh, um, it will be uh, reliable en enough. So uh, right. <laughs> I won't uh, lose my time trying to, to make a, a C version of uh, Vapity. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a smart answer though, but because, um, I mean, language just solve the problem. The point is you solve the problem. Uh, you pick up any languages that you're comfortable with. Um, but when you were writing Vapity first time, um, I'm sure it was not uh, the new 3.x version, right? It was the older version. And then you had to rewrite it. How, how was the Vapity yes. project uh, experience for you? Or the rewrite process actually? So WebT um, has been using uh, Python 2 uh, for uh, quite some time. Um, even uh, when uh, Python 3 was uh, quite stable. Uh, so I was a bit late to uh, move to uh, Python 3 and uh, it was uh, some uh, big work to do, but uh, it was a uh, good way to do it. Um, and also I moved to uh, I think I.O. Uh, so it's a not well-known part of uh, Python. Uh, it's not very well documented, but uh, it makes uh, the scanner um, faster and uh, while uh, still uh, using uh, as uh, as much uh, resources. So mm -hmm. it's uh, almost like the, the threads, but uh, at the, the same uh, memory uh, usage at uh, using a, a single thread. So it's uh, very, uh, very efficient. Right. Um, when you pick up um, web application security scanning, which is a vast area to cover because there are so many attack payloads and patterns and signatures that you probably need to cover up. Uh, what was your reference and how did you come up with like so many uh, payload patterns and attack signatures? Mm. So I took the, the time uh, to focus on uh, each uh, attack modules in the WAPT. Uh, of course, uh, when it comes to file inclusion, uh, you, uh, you will uh, almost uh, only focus on the PHP uh, file inclusion, but uh, you need to test uh, for other languages, uh, other frameworks, uh, like the NSF uh, scripts or uh, stuff like that. So I had to either uh, search for uh, public uh, documentation or uh, exploit uh, to see how, how they work. Mm -hmm. And um, also uh, try some uh, virtual machines uh, from uh, Pentester Lab, for example, or uh, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then uh, the, the fun part uh, of testing a, a module is um, to see it, if it is efficient, I uh, automate the, the scanning. So for example, for uh, XSS, I wanted to see uh, if it was uh, good enough, it, if it uh, had a lot of uh, false positives, uh, false negatives. So I started a project um, in uh, 2009 uh, of a mass scanning uh, website uh, for XSS. So I took uh, different sources like uh, the SearchStream uh, Flux, the SearchStream uh, stream. So it's uh, a stream that uh, publish uh, every domain that um, bought uh, a new uh, certificate. TLS certificate. Mm -hmm. So you can just uh, record the, the stream and uh, watch for every uh, new domain and uh, scan it, mm -hmm. scan them. Or um, also, I used uh, a project uh, named uh, Common Crawl. Uh, each uh, month, they publish, uh, they publish a big list of uh, all the websites that, that their uh, crawler found. Mm -hmm. So I use uh, this list uh, to uh, scan uh, every kind of website, uh, yeah. website I can uh, find. Mm -hmm. And um, then uh, I uh, checked, uh, okay, so here uh, I found that uh, the content is reflected in the web page. So it looks like uh, XSS is possible, but uh, the payload did not work. And uh, I uh, manually analyzed uh, why uh, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. And um, I uh, spent some uh, some days to uh, bypass those filters and uh, add uh, some more efficient payloads uh, to Wapiti. Right, right. Uh, I remember my first experience in getting introduced to Wapiti was um, way back when uh, Backtrack was there. I don't know how many mm. how many people today uh, listening to the podcast remember back Backtrack. Um, it was the older version of Kali. Um, where well they had uh, a fairly lesser number of application scanners under their category, right? Applications, application scanner category. Um, and then Nikto and Vapity was like a go-to uh, scanners at that time. Um, you scan the web servers, check for web server specific CVs and vulnerabilities, and then you also do like a basic um, web application scan. Uh, and then you basically fire Vapity. It was super easy to the, the good thing is like you don't need to be super geek stuff to do it like you it is super simplified command line um, just fire vapity url uh, give the urls and that's pretty much it just it just crawl the website and then give you the results in an html form uh, if you want to keep it in an output uh, so the simplicity was well advantage um, was that an intentional decision for you because of course to create scanners you can create m so many flags or so many options but you keep it very minimal. Um, what was uh, your thought process behind it to keep it simple and lightweight? And I don't know if I can call it as lightweight. Yeah, it is lightweight, right? <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, when you use uh, WebT with uh, the, the URL, uh, it works as, um, I would say, the, the default behavior that uh, users uh, are expecting. So, um, for example, uh, for example, they will give it a domain, and uh, you expect it to scan the whole domain, or uh, if you give a uh, um, URL with a trailing slash, mm -hmm. 
you expect that uh, it scan um, all that part behind the slash. And the, that's uh, how it works. But uh, indeed, if you look at the options, you will see there is uh, quite a lot of uh, options available uh, to set, uh, to define uh, more precisely uh, the scope uh, of the scan and the, how much uh, URLs it should uh, find, uh, when to stop, uh, mm -hmm. uh, which module uh, it should uh, use, uh, etc. Mm -hmm. um, from the beginning of your, um, I mean, being as an experimental project uh, in the early stage of Apity, to make it more stable, how long did it take for you? Um, I don't remember exactly the the time when I make it uh, more stable, but uh, indeed there was a, a phase in the development where uh, I stopped uh, adding new features and uh, and I solely focused on uh, on stability. Uh, I guess it took me uh, almost one year working on uh, making it uh, very stable. And um, the process of uh, mass scanning uh, helped uh, me to to find, uh, I think, uh, all the, the existing bugs in the, in the application. Now uh, that the, the code is very uh, reliable, uh, we are currently adding uh, new features. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are working on uh, implementing uh, a headless uh, crawler into the, the scanner. So it's still uh, in progress, uh, but uh, it, uh, I hope it would be available uh, next month, uh, for example. Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, that is uh, very interesting to see. You have a lot more contributors to the project. Uh, it's good. It, it actually shows that people are, actually, people are using the tool, giving you feedback, giving you bug reports, and that's, that's like a acknowledgement from the community that people accepted the tool and they're using it as their daily job. Throughout your development and maintenance period, uh, what's an interesting story you can tell? Of course, uh, you might be getting messages and and tweets about people using Vapity. Uh, did anyone reach out to you and say that, hey, I've used Vapity, I'm running the scan, but I can't hack the website? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did happen uh, sometime. Uh, uh, I won't go into... Uh, intensive uh, help uh, <laughs> to hack uh, into the <laughs> website, of course. Uh, but uh, yes, I, I did uh, find some, some interesting uh, vulnerabilities uh, during my scan. Um, in fact, uh, when I was doing the mass scanning thing, uh, I, I was uh, launching uh, 24 uh, WAPT uh, instances uh, in parallel mm -hmm. and uh, I was uh, scanning uh, something like uh, uh, 19,000 websites per, uh, per day, so mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> quite a lot, and having a lot of vulnerabilities to, to report. Uh, all those uh, vulnerabilities were uh, sent to uh, OpenDuck Bounty. And, um, there was so much uh, website that now I solely focus on uh, govern governmental website uh, <laughs> <laughs> to reduce uh, the work uh, with uh, that process of uh, reporting uh, vulnerabilities. Uh, I had uh, 
a lot of uh, contact uh, with uh, certs and mm -hmm. uh, security uh, from uh, all kind of governmental uh, website. Uh, mm, yeah, and, the, uh, I guess in... were very good. Yeah, I guess in in lot of cert uh, like cert tools also Vapity is listed as um, under the scanning tool section. They did mention uh, Vapity's and Nikto's and all those um, uh, you know famous tools actually. So it's a good recognition for sure. And now you keep adding more and more scanning capabilities to Vap uh, to Vapity. Um, how easy you to um, contribute to new attack module? For example. Um, you have recently added log uh, log for shell uh, detection, and that was because it was widely being exploited and people looking for scanners and scripts to run that. Um, and how easy to now add a new module to Vapity, and how how did you manage that? Uh, in the case of uh, log for shell, it was uh, an external contribution, mm -hmm. so I didn't really worked on it, but. Um, it can be uh, easy to to add a new module. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem is uh, that uh, it lacks uh, documentation <laughs> yeah. to uh, to do so. Um, it's still uh, something I, I want to do uh, later. Uh, so um, create some uh, videos uh, to explain uh, how to use WPT, yeah. how it works, how to write uh, a module. Uh, I haven't found, uh, I haven't found the time uh, now, but uh, once I, I, I finished adding the, the headless browser, maybe uh, <laughs> I will have some time uh, to do it. I don't know if you recall like the number of attack patterns or detection patterns available in Vapity right now. Do you know the numbers? Like I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the list of it is actually pretty huge, but how many detection uh, methods are available in Vapity right now? Uh, it's uh, too hard to tell. Uh, there are uh, many, many attack modules. Mm -hmm. uh, some uh, are based on um, finding uh, errors in the web pages. Right. Uh, so, uh, some are using uh, behavioral detection. For example, if you test for a blind uh, SQL injection, mm -hmm. it will use some uh, function like uh, sleep. So. You send a, a sleep parameter, and uh, you see if the website uh, is taking some time to, to reply. Yeah. Um, there are very different uh, ways to to attack a, right. a website. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and out of uh, I, I, out of all the um, detection pattern, which one is your personal favorite? Which one you had fun working with? Mm. The, um, I think the XSS one is um, the more uh, the more advanced because uh, it does not simply um, look for uh, the content uh, to be uh, reflected in the web page. Mm -hmm. uh, there also uh, the fact that he uh, tried to see. Um, the context it uh, in which it is uh, injected. So, for example, if uh, the payload in, injected in the no script tag, it will uh, close that uh, no script tag to uh, escape from it, mm -hmm. um, or uh, escape from a text uh, array, 
or stuff like that. And also it will uh, make sure uh, it find a working payload directly. And uh, when you open the same vulnerable uh, URL in the new browser, uh, you will have the pop-up uh, mm-hmm. that uh, show uh, the exploitation work. I see. So it's uh, very, very advanced. Nicholas, thanks for sharing all those uh, insights, how you went with the project and how is it fun working uh, for a personal hobby to make it like become like a more serious contribution to the community uh, and keep doing that work, keep contributing that. Uh, it's amazing to see it. Amazing open source uh, scanners, especially scanners and tools that's running for quite a long time and that really inspiring for other people like new generations, I don't call some new generation, including me, uh, to keep mm-hmm. working on the project and keep innovating and keep doing researches. Uh, before we wind up, uh, for people who are listen, listening to the podcast, people who wanted to get into InfoSec or people who wanted to contribute to open source um, security tools or general, uh, what is your words of wisdom? Uh, don't be shy. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> Um, there was always uh, some uh, tiny uh, things to do uh, that uh, are not that hard and uh, it will definitely definitely help uh, so you can just uh, just ask uh, if there are some uh, small bugs to, to fix or uh, maybe uh, some stuff that uh, you are able to do but uh, the author of the project he does not like to do for example uh, For WebPT, uh, I don't really like the HTML uh, report that is uh, generated and uh, I'm not good at uh, web design, so <laughs> feel free to join the project and uh, if you have some uh, good uh, HTML skill, uh, join and uh, help me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Nicholas. Thanks, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening to the podcast. We'll talk to you in the next one.